Hi, thank you for tuning in to the Compassion Before Judgment podcast. Welcome to the show. The podcast is hosted by my mom, Jagdeep Hare. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening in again today. Today, I have a goddess trends with me who is a warrior of love advocating for the rights of women and the rise against patriarchal systems. Her life's work includes creating spaces for women's healing and building sisterhood through the Brown Grizz Goddess Gang. So she is a master manifestation and ascension coach, Kali Ma presiding over her healing arts, a certified high priestess from the Goddess School and she was formally educated with a BA in psychology from John Jay College. Well, welcome, Goddess Trends. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. I We were just having a chat before we started recording. And then I said, okay, let's just jump in so the listeners can get in on this. Because we were going deep and, and conversations with you are so deep and amazing and profound. So I'm going to hand over the stage to you and um, share with us a little bit about your journey, you know, where you are now, where you've come from and what's really got you on this amazing path that you're on. Um, So I have to say it was all spirit led. Um, And especially now coming to the understanding that even some of my hardships, you know, that I went through uh, as a teenager, which led me down this road, um was all a part of it you know like you start to see the grander scheme and things you know right Um, so I will tell you a little bit of this you know as a teenager I had a really rough time um you know I was coming into my spiritual awakening and uh not understanding you know spirits and you know uh hearing seeing feeling you know spirits and everything and keeping that to myself while at the same time um you know uh experiencing my parents are getting a divorce I was going through a lot of uh trauma sexual trauma as well and um I became very rebellious and when we talk about that throat chakra and that throat chakra Mm. especially from a young age now this is me older having the assessment of it but um you know I what I could not speak I acted out right violently you know and so I had become you know just like uh Uh, very rebellious in the streets, eventually on drugs. And I had to get myself out of it, you know? Right. Um, And anyway, so I had turned to the military and, you know, got myself together, went back to college. And I had decided that I wanted to help other women, you know, right? had had trouble. Uh, but there was a part of it I want to say that was missing. So when I first started Brown Girls, it was called Brown Girls Project. And it was very much just uh, coming from a feminist standpoint. Of, right. 
um, this system, this patriarchal system that we live in, society, you know, the built environments, uh, the social constructs that we live under and, you know, how that plays out within us. And, you know, that was really the focal point that um, my education was from when I got educated from John Jay. And I wanted to go out and be a community organizer and a student leader and so on and so forth, which I did. But um, my spirituality started to come in and step in when I really started to uh, first, like I said, you continue to do the work and uh, ascension becomes a thing, you know, like you start to ascend to different levels and you start to open your perspective and your mind and body. Right everything opens and you begin to see the connections of other things and so on and so forth. So anyway, this is where I came to my understanding of generational healing even. Right. And how, uh, you know, these patterns, you know, I started to allude to how my throat chakra, for instance, was closed as a teenager and I became, you know, rebellious, which turned into self-sabotage and I really right. hit, hit rock bottom, right? Right. Um, and so now fast forward, I do my healing work and I'm starting to now see, wow, here's the correlation. And then some of the things that uh, I picked up, you know, from my environment, my parents, my mom, my dad, and, you know, uh, whether intended or not, because sometimes your parents, you know, they do the best with what they have and they don't, they're not intentionally uh, doing certain things, you know, like I'll give you, here's a good one. Uh, and this is for all the moms and dads out there, you know, uh, words become things, you know, mm -hmm. um, so uh, when we talk about it from that way, we could be cursing our children in a lecture. Yeah. We're like, oh, you're going to become a bum. Right, and right. You see what I'm saying? Um, we don't mean that, really. We mean to tell them don't head that way because right down the lane of destruction, right? Um, but we want to be really careful with our words. Um, yeah. Oh, it, I, I love that you brought that up. It, it's being conscious, right? Constantly conscious. And absolutely conscious. I, yeah. And I had a friend who would always say words are like bullets. You got to be careful. You can really destroy people with words. And it, it's kind of like what you said as well. It, they are so powerful and we don't even, we don't even realize that we can destroy yeah. Our own children who we love more than anything in the world with those words. Yeah. And even uh, what we don't say too. And yes, you know, a parent who is just doing the best they can, they're out to work and, you know, uh, these things, next thing you know, the child innocently, you right. are, right? Yeah. But the child is feeling abandoned. You know, like these things are happening, but what happens in a person is now, uh, those things that I learned as a child, right? It will keep coming up again and again in yes. relationships. It will keep playing out until that is healed. Oh, absolutely. Better yes. Communication and relationships skills. Because I think we really uh, forget that we need to uh, become better at relations with each other. Yes. Yeah. So, um, Wow, such, I mean, so, uh, such important information, right? Yeah. Because it, it is, and just like you said as well, those lessons keep repeating. They come up in different ways. They could be partners, they could be friendships, they could even be work colleagues that you go, 
here I am again. This is the same situation, but a different person is because we're not learning those lessons and we're not breaking those generational and patterns. Aren't there, think about it, aren't there cultural patterns too? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? There are different things that we teach our children because they imitate us. We were just talking about this when, you know, my child is watching me do my meditation. And so she's doing her meditation. Yes. So now my children are meditating and they're doing yoga. You yeah. See? And you mentioned that your daughter is two years old. Yeah. She's not even two yet. She's not I mean, that is amazing. You're, you're planting those seeds and putting that foundation down. I mean, imagine what she's going to be like, even by the time she is 10. <laughs> right. right like it's so amazing for them because you're absolutely right we are they're modeling everything they see in us even the things we don't say but they are watching every single action of ours and then think about how how much of our healing process we have to unlearn you know and you know unprogram where now we have the opportunity to do something different, you know? Yes. But go back just a minute in terms of that generational healing, what was so powerful, you know, that had happened, uh, another experience. So on the uh, Lion's Gate this year, I had had uh, the opportunity to be with my mom up in New York. And one of my students had... Um, one of my students, oops, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh no, I'm so sorry, my That's okay. Get away. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Um, but yeah, so on the Lion's Gate, um, I had the opportunity to be with my mom and a student was coming for us to uh, have, you know, like a ceremony for that, that rising. And I had the opportunity to explain to my mom the, uh, the planetary alignment that was happening right. in, so at the time. And uh, the energy, if I could recall, was of bravery and standing your ground. And, right. Yeah. You know, and what I had explained to her, too, is, and I just happened to use the throat chakra because I know that's mine. Uh, mm -hmm. it, her and I have never had personal conversations of her affliction or whatever, but, you know, I was alluding to that throat chakra and how it could be generational too. And maybe she had some throat chakra issues. And I had said to her that, um, um, you know, how you could work with the planets and with the alignment to help you, you know, to balance and work with your chakras and so on. But anyway, what's really interesting about this conversation is my mom had um, admitted that in a few days she would have a sonogram on her throat because of, um, I think it's her thyroid or something. But the, the point that I'm making is that she was able to recognize that I said when I said that, yeah, the spiritual can even show up physical. It can it can show up physically in our body, you know, because uh, what happens is that um, it will it will agitate things in our dna for instance let's say right for, yes like if uh there's when the doctor asks you 
what diseases run in your family. You know, these are the diseases that we carry in our DNA. And so it, it has actually been scientifically proven, you know, where certain hormones or certain, you know, stress levels or, you know, certain things, you know, if we get high blood pressure, for instance, um, you know, it might lead to uh, something else. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Some type of disease or something happening in the DNA. Um, but anyway, so we had had this crazy conversation where my mom and I had never really discussed fully, you know, um, what it is that I do really. Right. So it was so amazing that even she was able to see these connections and like, wow, you know, that's true. And then when we talk about this, uh, culturally even you know for women in in my culture um they teach us to be submissive yes and to not speak much and to hold things in and how that can even uh cause rifts in the family even right yes rationally for women with specific uh to that throat chakra so it was it was really a profound moment for us even tracing our uh genetic um association with that throat chakra oh that is so beautiful and that's so amazing you were able to have that conversation with your mom Mm -hmm. because you know sometimes there's relationships where you can't have that conversation so there's that resistance right there as well that even though we don't know it, we're still fighting that resistance because we can't, again, open up and express that. So that is so beautiful that you had the opportunity to have that with your mom. Yes, yes, yes. So it's it's been a beautiful and amazing ride, I want to say, um, this spiritual journey. And, you know, that is what I offer uh, when I teach my students um, uh, Master Manifestation or Ascension. Uh, we talk about these generational uh, curses, blocks, broken DNA. There's different talks of it now. Um, but the essentially, we get to the nitty gritty when I'm working with folks. You know, like, uh, right. so for instance, someone that I've been working with recently, you know, so we have a session and then, you know, uh, what was it I had said to her something about... Uh, Um, one of her blocks and you know her homework was to just think about in childhood you know something that could have happened that you know she's seeing a pattern of reoccurrence in her life right went home and did it and came back and she was like oh my god I'm floored right yes believe it you're right I see those connections and then you know we take it a step further I like to take it a step further and further you know where after we see the connection we see how we're blocked because really and truly one relate one uh poor relationship in our life as a child could lead uh to an um affecting every single area of our lives absolutely I mean you might yes. not even be able, okay, maybe we can uh, get the connection between a poor relationship with my dad and a poor relationships, you know, love relationships. Sometimes it's it's really hard for the connection to see that same poor relationship, how it played out in our business, in right. our care, you know, in our relationship with our children. Or what about sisterships? You know right. what I mean? 
do I connect my relationship with my dad to my sisterhood or, you know, that type of thing. Sometimes it's further along, but it does apply. It does show up in every area of our lives. So we have to get to the root. And when we get to the root of it here, I want to say in this matrix plane, the healing that we have to do now, then we could get to some of the nitty gritty of the ancestral stuff, the stuff that's in our bloodline. Because when we heal that bloodline, it's kind of like what you alluded to for those children. Uh, so we heal the generations ahead of us as well. Yes. And that is what is so beautiful about this work that you do. It's phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, um, I, actually, that was I was going to ask you that question about the work that you do, and you already answered that. So you're ahead <laughs> of the game here. <laughs> so do you do this um, like one on one? Do you do groups? Because I know that when we're doing this kind of work, it goes deep in each individual person. But do you do it in groups? Like how exactly do you do it? Yeah. So right now, what I offer is one on one. Uh, so we can do one-on-one -on -one work. I'll actually have various packages that, you know, and various levels of work that I will do with someone. So for instance, another thing that I do is I'm an intuitive guide. So I will um, act as a medium or use uh, cards, you know, oracle cards. I'll give oracle card readings. I have one, for instance, that I call the Galactic Goddess. And it's three different decks that I use. It's a 13 card pull. And we will look into the stars. We will talk to the ancestors. Wow, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And so that will give me a really good inclination. I usually like to start there. And then also to do a kind of like a check-in in each area of your life to see like, you know, where we are, you know, in each right places so you know that's that's there but then we can go even deeper and we can do a one-on-one -on -one. and so generally um i will take so for instance the, the next package up i would work with you for a month every week for a month you see what i'm saying so right yeah gets a little more personal there but i also um I also do group work. I have like, uh, I, I generally tend to work with women. Um, right. And so we do goddess retreats and we will come together and work together as a group. Right. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do want to work on eventually getting electronic classes. Right. Right. That would be amazing. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, sorry. Oh, and also I can do private, so custom. I have done uh, various custom things for sisters. Like uh, one sister, I did a rites of passage for her daughters. Um, a, another sister, um, I did kind of like a holistic, you know, purging type thing. And again, going through those generational things. And so I put together those type of custom packages as well. Oh, that is great. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I would like if you could go into a little bit about what we talked about. Um, just before we started recording, you mentioned what you did for your birthday and how you see your birthday as, um, you know, you do these practices around it. And just your, your take on how you explain that to me. I really love that. Would you <laughs> mind going into that a little bit just so that the listeners can learn about that as well? 
Yeah, I'm really happy you asked me that because that's also very important to what I do as well. Um, so I consider myself a celestial goddess. You know, it's why, you know, my card spread is called the galactic goddess because I like to look into the stars. I like to do those, uh, you know, those astrological signs and see where all the planetary alignments are. But, you know, so one of my practices as a goddess is um, I pray to the east. Right. So when we pray to the east, a lot of people don't know this, but the correlation with the east and the uh, sun sign is that the sun rises to the east. We also pray to the east. So that essentially when we're praying in the rising, we are praying to whatever that sun sign is essentially. So right now we're in Virgo, for instance, if I open up, uh, you know, my telescope, my app, whatever it is that I want to use to see what's going on in the cosmos, I will see Virgo rising in the east okay oh wow okay so that's why i said you know it's so interesting i pray here every morning i ri you know and i'm i'm rising and i'm working with those planets and it's an exciting time for me you know a, a, a goddess who prays to the goddesses in the cosmos and who sees my sign coming you know and it's rising in the cosmos and i feel most powerful and most aligned in those times um, so for me, of course, the new moon is the most powerful because as we know right now, we're working with the full moon. So really and truly, it's in the polar sign of Pisces. Right. Um, but for the new moon, for instance, I did do work as well in Virgo. But now I have the opportunity to do work in Pisces, but I can balance out that Pisces and that Virgo energy. So that's how I'm working with it. Um, and it's very powerful at this particular time because I am in true alignment um, in the cosmos. <laughs> you know? That is so amazing. So how long have you done this work like around your birthdays? Did you do this like from when you were a child? Did you kind of no. take this on as your own practice or tell us a little bit about that? So I think I, like I said, spirit, it was all spirit led. Um, I, I've been doing this work now. I want to say I've been doing um, full moon and new moon ceremonies for, hmm, wow, maybe about 15 years. Oh, wow. Maybe Very about long time. years. Yeah. And so I would always prepare, you know, each full moon, each new moon, so on and so forth. So that's my cycle, you know. Um, but quite, I think, um, naturally what ended up happening is of course, I'm already in this cycle of planning. So when I'm planning now, when my, uh, time comes up for my birthday, I'm starting to feel a different energy and shift and, you know, all the power and stuff like that. Right. I mean, and it, it started to make more of a connection over time because in the beginning, I didn't intentionally do it that way. It wasn't like, oh, you know, I'm going to do something specific for my birthday, you right. know, and over time, as I, I kept doing the practice, I'm like, oh, wow, you know, it is truly a time for a level up and for an expansion. And so I want to say for the past uh, uh, four years, uh, four or five years, it's been incredible like it's almost undescribable <laughs> wow that is amazing and I love I love what you said about you know the level up around your birthday time because really that that's what we're 
constantly trying to do and working out. But you're right. Around your birthday, it's just a whole different energy, right? Yeah. 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 It really oh, that is. is beautiful. So I'm curious, do you do that with your kids as well around their birthdays? I don't. Um, generally, I did. You know, it's interesting. I'm like formulating some of those practices. My littlest one, I will say, is going to get all of the best, probably. <laughs> she had like a whole baby naming. And OK, so let me tell you a story about master manifestation. So um, and I'll try to make it quick. I know we're running out. of Oh, time. no, that's OK. <laughs> I, I'm anything with manifestation. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> So, you know, at the time, so I want to say this first, uh, we are limited to our own thinking because if mm -hmm. spirit is going to show up for us with something, we have to be able to first perceive it in order to receive it. I would walk right past an opportunity and not know it's for me if my mind is not open to it. And it's not our God. It's essentially saying like, okay, so spirit is like, okay, she will only be able to receive this thing if it shows up like this. So that's the way that it has to come. Right. Wow. <laughs> it becomes limited. But the more avenues we open up for spirit then to work in our lives where we don't control any moment of it, if that makes sense, then we open up all the avenues and all the ways that spirit can move in our lives. Um, but anyway, at, at this particular time, I was limited in my belief around money and right. really wanted to manifest land. And so I was going to this uh, abandoned uh, campgrounds and just visiting and, you know, uh, doing my stuff, praying, meditating, tree hugging, you know, right. everything <laughs> and anything. <laughs> anything creative visualization even imagining the place alive with people you know right um because that's what i want to manifest the healing grounds with this type of uh things you know a retreat house and you know so all the stuff so i'm going to this place and i'm creatively visualizing but like i said i was still limited in terms of cash flow right um, so anyway through my retreats, because I was doing retreats at that time, and I was helping another sister to create these retreats, and we end up, uh, she was someone who had come to the retreat, and she had these 80 acres of land that she wanted help in turning into a, um, a, uh, a, a holistic healing center. So here comes land, and the right to work on land okay now through this I was able to start our own nonprofit and you know have our own events there and we collaborated in an indigenous type of way and um, then we were able through this also to continue to advance our business advance our business and then what I would never have known that would the opportunity that we would have the cash to buy land on our own for our right. own healing grounds you know um and so anyway but uh, just to go back to this story though um about um uh, manifestation here is that I had to reach different levels of understanding in my manifestation and for right. my to level up. Does that make sense? Oh, it absolutely <laughs> makes sense. It really does. Yeah, it really does. It's, I mean, I love what you said that you, you've really got to be, you've got to make those shifts in order to receive it because it is all there. 
you know, there is an abundance in everything around us, but we are the ones who are closed off and blocking it from receiving it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that made absolute sense. And thank you for sharing a personal experience because that those it's so amazing, right? Because we all have, you know, we have the book knowledge and we have all that. But when we have real lived experience, that is what I am here to bring and share is that these things are real. It's we all can do it. We have all this power within us to create and manifest and have the life that we want. We have to get out of our own way. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have to get out of our own way. I love that you uh, said that. That was the perfect ending to that. So that's in a nutshell what I do. I, I, I teach through my experience, um, you know, and oh, but you know, the best part, let me tell you, I was telling you about my daughter, though. Uh, I got stuck at that manifestation story, but yeah. <laughs> the next level to that, though. So while we were there um, uh, during that time, because we were there for about two years doing work. But anyway, so my baby had come, I got pregnant there, and I had my baby there. Now, usually, I have always I was in a rural area, like I said, we're on 80 acres of land, I was living in a little cabin, surrounded right. by woods. there was nothing remotely cultural, uh, close to me at all. Uh, right. the thing was probably about three hours away. Uh, wow. So what was so crazy is that someone who had come to the land for a retreat, uh, she happened to know someone um, who their pundit was from Trinidad. They had a pundit from, right. from my from my country. It was like a needle in a haystack. Wow. And so, of course, we followed that. And then he would come to do a baby naming ceremony for us. And it would just so happen that uh, astrologer from Nepal. Oh my goodness. And would come to my baby's naming. Mind you, I didn't think any of it was going to be possible. Here comes, you know, master manifestation again. Right. Within a snap and a jiffy, I'm telling you, all of this came together within a few months. I didn't even know anyone there, you know? That is amazing. And here I am having, you know, a traditional ancestral. These are traditions that had been carried on in, you know, my, uh, you know, my indigenous bloodline, so to say, for thousands of years. Right. And for the first time, I was able to have this, you know, experience. I didn't even get to have it with my other daughter. But, you know, it's still a beautiful thing to be had. And it just shows you again, you know, at each turn, something else will arrive. So um, I'm glad you asked me that if I do anything around their birthday. I haven't, um, you know, not spiritually anyway. But now I'm so glad that you you did that because here goes a chance for a level up. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and and. So thank you for that. Oh, you're so welcome. And I mean, it, it's, uh, again, you know, every conversation we have, every person we meet, it's all about that learning and the growth if we want to, right? Like we can have conversations and we can go off and, you know, just stay where we are or we can like listen to these things and have these conversations and receive them as messages for leveling up. Because for me as well, I'm on this journey where I'm like, every conversation I have, positive, negative, there's always a message in everything. There's always growth in everything. And this is what I, I try and teach my kids as well, that every everything in life is teaching us something, right? Whatever it's teaching us, we learn from it, we grow from it. So, I mean, even this conversation that we had, like I've been working with the moon, um, the full moon, the new moon, I do ceremonies and rituals. 
I've been doing it for about two years. So it's so great to connect. And but then it's also great to hear even deeper things that you do. So I mean, it's we meet those like minded people. And you know, and even I think that is, you know, we we come together for a reason. And we're brought Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And and it's beautiful. I mean, we're we're always leveling up and we're always trying to, you know, get to where we're going or be better or, or you know, all of it. And I love that you brought up the generational things because that is so important for us to understand. Sometimes we're doing all the right things and all of that, but it's we're just not understanding what is it that's going on? Why does it feel like I'm pushing water up a hill? So <laughs> thank you for all of that that you shared. That was amazing. I just want to share one last thing that yeah. coming up. Um, so November, I'm actually uh, having another goddess retreat. Retreat, excuse me. Uh, this is November fifth through seventh. And culturally, I don't, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, Hindu tradition of. Um, so this particular new moon is celebrated with Diwali or um, yes. Yeah. You are familiar. Okay, good. I am. I am. Yes. <laughs> I had so feeling. tell me about it. I want to be there. <laughs> yes, come. You should definitely come. It's definitely a new age rendition. It's uh, all of me I bring to the table. So not just my, uh, because I don't know if I have explained this to you, but I'm Trinidadian. So I am a melting pot of things within me. Um, I'm East Indian. Uh, but also African, indigenous, Spanish. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> everything. Uh, European, everything is in my bloodline. So it's quite interesting. Um, but anyway, so growing up in Trinidad, we were kind of uh, removed. Well, I grew up here. I'm sorry. Growing up in New York, uh, but having Trinidadian uh, yes. cultural background, it was very removed, I want to say, to the East Indian culture. So uh, I feel like I don't all the way have uh, that connection, which is so interesting. So, but anyway, the work through the work that I do, though, uh, I combine some of the things that I've learned along the way through my right. culture, which is very multicultural. <laughs> right. Uh, so, and uh, on this particular day, I will be honoring uh, different uh, cultures within. So it, I wouldn't be calling it like a Diwali festival, but it is a goddess retreat that will incorporate goddess worship as oh, well I love as it. what I do with astrology, you know, looking up to the, uh, to the stars, so to say. Right. <laughs> yeah. And some of the things that I was explaining to you that we will uh, also be doing that in ceremony together so we will be honoring um uh kali and also uh mother lachmi uh, oh beautiful okay is this online or is in this in person this is in person we're going to be doing this here in florida oh so what about those of us who can't make it in person is there anything online because i know some people who would absolutely want to and love to be a part of that is there anything online <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't. I will have to say this. There are some things I like to hold sacred for of course. me in circle. So of course. Oh, that's unfortunate. 
it is unfortunate. I was thinking of maybe doing something like, you know, earlier things, maybe like workshops I might be able to do online. That stuff I might be able to do online. But in terms of ceremony and, you know, us sitting in circle together. Yes, I mean, that's it's way more sacred in person for uh, sure. I don't believe anyway that should be televised. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, we'll have to, um, after this, we will connect. And I mean, hey, maybe you can hold space or, you know, I, I would love to be in the energy of that. That sounds phenomenal. And even to just just get some more information, all the things that you're doing, because it's, I mean, this is deep work. And like you said, you've got a lot of different traditions and cultures you're bringing in. So that is really phenomenal. You're really honoring all of them. Right. Yes, yes, yes. This particular uh, one will be a lot of um, my East Indian influence, of course. Like I said, this is one of my favorite holidays. Right. Oh, that is amazing. <laughs> the candles and everything. This one in Pagua. Oh, man, I used to love Pagua. Uh, it's Holly, I believe. In, uh, they call it Holly, but in my country, I believe we call it Pagua, but... Okay, okay. Yeah, but anyway, so it, it will be, you know, and but just by way of me doing certain ceremonies that I've learned through my indigenous culture of calling, you know, on the ancestors from all directions and stuff like that. So it ends up becoming really um, blended in terms of my culture. And that's what I like to do. I like to go back to my ancestral bloodline and, um, you know, uh, follow my healing process that way. Of course. Oh, that's beautiful. I mean, oh my gosh, what a what a, a good mix you have there. And just to honor all of those, I, I absolutely love that. And I did not know that about you. So that's great. More yeah. knowledge right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So well, thank you so, so much for your time. Thanks this was having me. Yeah, this was so great. So I will add all of your links to connect with yeah. you. Um, in the show notes so anybody who wants to reach out to you they can connect with you and um, take a look at your stuff where is the best place if someone wanted to kind of follow you and just to get a bit more um, insight into you what where's the best way for them to do that um, honestly on my Facebook, my Instagram, I'm still new to my Instagram, but they can definitely Instagram me. I'm way more conscious of my Instagram now. Um, right. I was before. Um, and you know, <laughs> the, the energy has surely picked up, I want to say in terms of, you know, my bookings and stuff like that. And so I feel like it's kind of forced me out of the shadows a little bit, but it's really exciting to, to need these avenues for people to reach you now and so on and so forth. So, yeah, absolutely. That's beautiful. Thank you. So I will add all of that into the show notes. So anybody who wants to reach out or just follow along and, you know, get to know Goddess Trends a little more, um, that will all be in there. And I am hoping to be a part of something that you do pretty soon here because it all sounds very amazing. Thank you. I will definitely send you all of my stuff as well. So you can, you know, maybe get a one-on-one -on -one session for now until we can figure out how we can be in the same place at the same time. <laughs> oh, that would be absolutely amazing. Thank you. I, I definitely will, will do that for sure. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Yeah. Have an amazing day. You as well. Have a blessed day. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.
Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. If you have any suggestions, we would love to hear from you.